Welcome to the Amelia, James and Hazy podcast. I'm James. That's Hazy. Here's Amelia. Hello. Oh, it, was good, it was a good show. It really was. I'll tell you what, we chatted to Shane Jacobson. He's the oh. new host of Little Big Shots, which premieres on Sunday at 7 o'clock on Channel 7. He's a legend, He's by the way. Scream. And what spe- a champion. Speaking of legends, we also speak to Miguel from the living room, oh, and we human. give him a bit of a challenge. So you'll want to listen to that one. He is also a scream. We did the secret sound. I ate an apple. We did the top five things I don't understand about women. We talked about pap smears a little bit. And you also got sort of put back in your place when we asked callers what they thought about kids going to book week as characters that aren't traditionally in books. If you want to hear James McCann get chastened, skip ahead to that bit. Overall vibe of the show, I would say fun. 10 out of 10. I'm pushing it to a nine. No. Out of nine, it's the same thing. (laughs) Amelia, James and Hazy. This is Weekend Breakfast. Top five things. Ladies. <laughs> this one's going out to the ladies. Last week I made a big call on the air that I understood women. And this I don't week I remember I'm making... that and I don't remember yeah. disagreeing. Oh, I'm, I'm making an equally big but opposite call this week. I don't understand women. Mm, I could tell you that. So here are my top five things that I don't understand about the ladies. Number five. What is Pinterest? Oh, it's a great, it's a great like thing. I could spend is hours it? on it. Yeah, it's just like I've never met a man who's got a Pinterest account. Yeah, well, yeah. See, over my head. What about you, Andy? No, Producer mate. Andy. No, Producer no. Andy. No, he doesn't know what's going on there. Amelia, do you have a Pinterest? I certainly do. I love Pinterest. But it's so is much it different to like Instagram? Yeah, um, yeah. It's it's different because you search for different things. What, as in interesting pins? What are you What are you looking for? Well, people like, it, upload photos, like especially oh, companies and like, stuff, like Instagram. Well, yeah, like um, we we're kind of looking at doing a few things to our house, maybe. Um, like a few renovations, and I get I ideas from Pinterest. I don't understand what this is, and I don't understand why men aren't allowed on it. But that powers the powers into up. I, I tried, and they kicked me off. They said, they said upload a photo of yourself. That's, That's not a Pinterest, moustache. Buddy. You can't come onto Pinterest. <laughs> Number four, the cushion thing. <laughs> women, yes. women have a cushion thing. What do you mean? They're everywhere, like, mates. They're everywhere. In a, they look in a good, house. and they're comfortable. If there were no cushions, you would be uncomfortable. Well, I no, got, I don't need you got to sit down. The first thing you do, you move the cushion away. Let me yeah. just quiz you both on this. Who makes the bed in your house? Uh, I assume it makes itself. Tara does. <laughs> Who makes the bed in your house, James? I'll do. It's definitely always Taylor. And I make the bed in my house, so I'm going to have however many cushions I want. <laughs> I'm not against it. I just don't understand where they all come from and where they go. They're like little fluff babies. <laughs> little fluff babies. Just keep on I was actually shopping for cushions the other day. I bet you were. <laughs> just wanted to tell you that. Couldn't Number three. One. These signs in houses. That women buy. What? And I see them. Signs like, it'll just be like the name of a city. Amsterdam, London, Paris. You've never been there. How do you know that women are buying these? I've never seen a man own a sign that has the name of a city where he's never been. And the other ones. The ones that like, you're just in the kitchen. And there'll be a sign that says, eat. Well, Is that you're going to forget? Well, you might forget. No, because then you get a sign saying Paris and someone goes, oh, have you been to Paris? And you go, yeah. Oh, take me mm. back. Stuff like that. What's wrong with this? That's their house. They can Nothing's, decorate it however they, they want. They can. They can. And all power to you gals. But I don't understand it. And I wish Number I two. No, you should cut him off. No, number two. <laughs> Being ridiculous. That women are so beautiful and so strong. Oh, this is, this <laughs> this is, is a nice buttering up. Oh, 
No, that's it. I just don't understand where that passion and strength comes from, and I love it. <laughs> All power to you, ladies. What's the actual number two? Are you are you being serious? Yeah, it's number two. <laughs> oh, well, it? it should be nice, shouldn't it? It should be. I'm suspicious, though. What's so number one? You don't one? understand why women are beautiful and strong. What's wrong with you? Why can you not understand that? <laughs> you changed like, this in the break. Hmm? I, know, I know there was another yeah, one. Yeah, it was there. coloured pens, and then I got really stuck into you for coloured pens, and I thought, gee, this is this is just me bagging women for five minutes. I, I like shouldn't do that. Pens. I, I like know you do. Pens. I know you do. I don't understand why. I'll have a top five things about James McCann later. Ooh, don't worry about it. What's number vicious. one? Come on, get this Number one! All right. What's up with saying girlfriend when it's not your girlfriend? Sorry, why is this number one? Because I'm really, I remember when I was in the dating game, it was constantly confusing. You'd be talking to a woman, you'd think, oh, gee, you're lovely. And I'd very much be interested in having a rendezvous, you know, you'll maybe have an intimate moment for a sensual evening later. Well, I think your problem is that you're calling it a rendezvous. (laughs) And then she's like, I'm hanging out with my girlfriend later. I believe he called it a rendezvous. Oh, no. (laughs) My girlfriend. And it's just heartbreaking. But then you find out it's just a friend that she's calling a girlfriend. (laughs) I think we found this Amelia, James and Hazy. This is Weekend Breakfast. And now it's time for Australia's favourite new game show. The Extremely Secret Sound. Welcome to Hit 107 for the Extremely Secret Sound. We're thinking of changing the station to the Extremely Secret Sound Network. That's the first I've heard of that one. Uh, there's an email going around. Oh. You've got to check your emails. <laughs> and you've got to check out the sound, everybody. Let's hear Hear the sound. Oh, just don't Ooh, like juicy. it. No, it's it not. It does sound juicy. <laughs> it is. It is me eating like... an apple. I've got the apple here. But you need expert oh. fruit oh, and veg knowledge for this one, don't we? Mm-hmm. What it's, kind of apple is it? It is so rank listening to someone eat an apple. Listen, Stop listen, it. Listen, listen. The listeners love it. Dana, <laughs> what sort of apple do you think I'm eating? <laughs> Hi, how you going? Hello. <laughs> I think it's a Granny Smith. Oh, Granny Smith. No, Dana, I'm sorry, it's not, but a good guess. And I do love a Granny Smith apple. Now, Rachel <laughs> from Elizabeth Park, what sort of apple do you think is stuck in my teeth at the moment? A red delicious. Mm. Is it a red delicious? No, I'm sorry. Good throwback there, 1950s, red delicious. <laughs> cool and dandy. Michael from Elizabeth, what sort of apple do you reckon it is? Is it a jazz apple? Oh, oh. a jazz apple. Do I? Uh, I'm sorry, a little too crazy for my blood. The jazz apple. I thought it was the jazz flute. I didn't know. I don't have jazz jazz flutes, jazz jazz apples, or jazz cigarettes. I don't do them. (laughs) Lily from Henley Beach. What sort of apple do you reckon it is? Oh, Lily from Henley Beach. Lily, I'm afraid we might. Oh, yes, (laughs) she's back. Uh, Sorry, um, uh, a Jonathan. Jonathan. Jonathan apple. What? Is that a type of apple? Yes, it is. I'm sorry, it's not a Jonathan apple. I haven't heard of those before, but I will look How into it. How have you not heard of them? They're the good, there's some good ones. And there's only one sort of apple that James McCann's all about. And could Stephen from Flinders Park guess that sort of apple? <laughs> it's a Royal Gala. Ooh. Actually, wish it was. It's not. It's my good stuff, Stephen. Stephen. I like Daniel it. from Edwardstown. No, no. Amanda from Hillcrest. Amanda from Hillcrest. What do you reckon it is? Let me just jump in there. There is no Amanda from Hillcrest She's on gone. my callback, mate. What are you talking about? Let's go to Daniel from <laughs> Edwardstown. Mate, what's going on? What do you think? Which apple? Oh, guys, it's got to be a pink lady. Nah, Fuji, Fuji. No. Oh. 
Oh, which which one is it? Which one no, is hold it? Hold on. He which one? Fuji. It's not Fuji. <laughs> it's not Fuji. He gave that a go. Joel from Morford Vale. It comes down to you. What do you reckon it is? Joel from no. Morford Yeah. Oh, here we go. What do you reckon? This is good. Joel? What do you reckon, Joel? I was going to say the pink lady, but... Joel, it is the pink lady! Daniel messed up! Should have stuck with his guns! Joel, well done. You are a winner today. Killer. Joel, where are you? You sound like you're you're asleep or something. No, I'm at Morphaville. Oh, you're at Morphaville. We don't sleep in Morphaville, do we? Oh, killer. Big night, big night. (laughs) Joel, you have won the remainder of the pink lady apple. There's about ah, four bites there. It's like getting um, an Apple like you know device with a chunk out of it. Mate, it's, uh, it's exactly like it's getting exactly like like an Apple iMac, an Apple computer, only this is a real I Apple, so it's more authentic. It's the iPhone. <laughs> Joel, you sound night. like you've had a big night. I hope you enjoy <laughs> the Apple. I hope it's a revitalizing force in your life. And you're welcome, Adelaide, for the greatest radio <laughs> game in the history of time. <laughs> it's Amelia James and Age. <laughs> Amelia, James and Hazy. This is Weekend Breakfast. We're having a chat now with Shane Jacobson, the host of Little Big Shots, which premieres tomorrow night at 7 on 7. Shane, how's filming been? Uh, fantastic, and not only that, has it been fun watching the promos for a few months? <laughs> <laughs> I've memorised a few of the things, that's for sure. But it seems like there's some really clever kids out there. Can you walk us through the premise of the show? Yeah, well, so the, the show, Little Big Shots, it's, a, it's an international format. So it came from Ellen DeGeneres. She's the executive producer and the genius behind the oh, idea. When Ellen's involved, you know it's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of know. It's, it's, it's backed by someone that actually knows what they're doing, just in life in general, you know, if you know what I mean. But <laughs> So the thing that's great about it, and it makes sense, that's why I always mention that it, it kind of came from her, spawned from her, is the show is, uh, it's not a talent show per se, it's mm-hmm. a show that celebrates kids, um, some that have, yes, we've got kids that can sing, dance or play an instrument, um, but it's also some kids that have a great, a, a skill of mind, a hobby that they've taken to dance degree, um, a, a sporting ability or a physical ability that's incredible. And so, and but the most important thing is, which was the, the thing that made me say yes to it in a, in a rush, is there are no judges, there are no scoring. And, and with this show in particular, because you can't pick these kids mm. one against the other, because, you know, you've got one kid that'll be the next gold medalist in, you know, a young female yep. who, who's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu champion and will compete for Australia and will bring gold home in future years against, you know, a kid who can play guitar at a very young age or a kid who you can show a flag randomly and can tell you what country that's from, who the leader of that country oh, is wow. and how long they've been in power and the day they got into power. Um, you know, so you don't want to pit them against each other because you can't do that, I don't think, fairly or reasonably. And so this show is just a complete celebration of kids with those skills. Hey, Shane, do you ever look at these kids and you're like, gosh, you're just overachieving just a little bit. I feel like when I was seven or eight years old, I was trying to count all fingers on both hands and that was an achievement. Mate, when I could walk down a footpath without walking into a bin or a telegraph pole, I thought I was a genius. <laughs> and the problem I've had meeting some of these kids is I go home to my four children who are all under the age of 11 and literally go, what the hell do you think you're doing? <laughs> or more to the point, what is it you're not doing? Right <laughs> <in Paris?"> <laughs> so, what is what is one talent that one of the kids has had which has just blown you away, but it's really left a field, like any you can think of? Not any one. I mean, there's many. I'm not gonna, I've got nothing to tell you. It's like... 
two confused sheep at a young age. You kind of go, how cool is that? How strange is that? And, and then you've got other kids that, you know, I've mentioned it before, a female who can do judo, a family of six kids that all um, do wrestling and will probably all go on to win medals for Australia. Um, and then you've got kids that, you know, turn up to play violin or mm-hmm. drums or guitar, any kind of instrument, you just go, how on earth do they have that amount of skill at that age? Shane, I reckon the film that really broke you into Australia's consciousness was Kenny, a wonderful film. Do people still get around you for that? Yeah, all the time. People still yell at their car windows, going, hey! Um, <laughs> and the, only, the funny part is, it's funny when something gets yelled, I've never figured this out, but, and I think, it, I, don't, I think it's probably unique to Australia, but everything goes up at the end, so it's not, everyone goes, everyone goes, do people call you Kenny? And I go, no, not Kenny. They go, Kenny. Hey. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kenny. <laughs> See? <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's just what we do. But it, it, it's not expensive. Well, what's going on here? Oh, no, we're losing him. <laughs> oh, hang on. And he's back. Shane, you there? For one million dollars. What a great story. <laughs> oh, did I lose you there? Did I, were you gone? Did you miss the, oh, shit. Uh, Shane, <laughs> no, I, I, I cried during Kenny. I thought it really made me sad that everyone was so mean to him because he was such a nice guy. See, there you go, because it's a riff on decency. So it's remembered as a comedy, but the whole film is actually a riff on decency. It is. Mate, we will let you go again. But Little Big Shots premieres tomorrow night at 7 on 7. The host is Shane Jacobson. Thanks so much for chatting to us, mate. You are a legend. Mate, my pleasure. Thanks for having us (laughs) on. Amelia, James and Hazy. This is Weekend Breakfast. Blades hit 107, top of 16 degrees expected around Adelaide today. Hey, is that all right? Kissing your dog. Drinking bad milk. Doing a disaccent. Is that all right? <laughs> Book week happened this week. Book week, for those who don't know, is the week at school where kids dress up like characters from their favourite books. And they go on a march around the school and you all talk about books and it's lovely. Except... It's not always lovely. What I have noticed on Facebook and what I noticed when I was at school, there are too many children going to book week not dressed up as characters from books. This is an outrage. It outrages me. The point of book week is meant to be literature, encouraging people to read, and instead they're dressing up like characters from movies. 131060, you're asking... Is it all right to send your kid to book week not dressed up as someone from a book? And I think it's not all right. I think you've got to be dressed up like someone from a book. Okay, so... I'm passionate about it. I think you're incorrect. Um, but, you know, I, I don't have kids. Um, so we're going to put it out there. 131060, we're asking, is that all right for your kids to dress up as characters that aren't in books for book week? Now, we've got Rosanna... From Channel 7 on the line. Oh, top yep, stuff. I know. Already. We, we went to the high-profile parents. The top. Very good get. Ahoy paloi, we don't want you. Rosanna from Today Night on Channel 7, how are you going? <laughs> good morning, all. It's a big controversy, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> uh, apparently so, Rosie. What do you think? Oh, look, you know, I'm the first person to admit I love a good controversy, but uh, I'm going to quash this one, folks. I'm sorry to say, with three kids, it's um, it's okay to dress up as a character. Oh. You know, you're going to be hard-pressed to find a character that isn't in a book. We had uh, my five-year-old, five-year-old go as Minnie Mouse this week, mm. and um, turns out we have two Minnie Mouse books in the house. Ha. So yeah, I gave out. that the big tick of approval. And you know what, folks? At the end of the day, it's whatever works. Yeah. It's exactly. whatever you've got in your dress-up cupboard, and it's whatever, <laughs> oh. and it's, it's whatever works. And this year's theme was Escape to Everywhere. 
So she wanted to escape to Disneyland, and who can blame a five-year-old? Yeah, James, blaming five-year-olds. Yeah, I do, well, first of all, because Disneyland is a scary place for a five-year-old. No, it's not. What's and they shouldn't you? escape there. And secondly, I know it's difficult and I know it's tough, but I believe that if we aspire to great literary heights, we can do it. And I don't know what great work of fiction Minnie Mouse has been a part of. Do you know what? I'm going to kind of agree with you in, in, in a way in that when my eight-year-old started school, so reception, what's that, mm. three years ago. Can you hear my three-year-old freaking out because he wants to come <laughs> into the study? Sorry about that. Um, she, she dressed up as Cat in the Hat and we took it very literally, took it very seriously, like book week has to be from mm-hmm. a good solid book. And there were about three boys in her class who dressed up as crows players. Oh, stop it. I'm and sure there's I'm a crows saying, book thank somewhere. You. Thank and, you. And I, and I questioned it. I questioned it. And then I turned um, and uh, did some research. And it turns out there are plenty of AFL books oh, and plenty yes. of crows players in Look, books I'm, and plenty of I Geelong love, players in books. I love so, Taylor Walker as much as anyone in the country. But he is not appropriate for book week. <laughs> They've got tons of little AFL books, though. This is the thing. So, this is the thing. Agreed. All right. Yep. Well, I think it should be primarily. I mean, I could sit down and I could write a book now where I dress up as a person in my exact school uniform. And you and we can don't have go to do any effort. To the book week at your house, James. All right. Well, thank you very much, Rosanna. <laughs> and and you know, I was just going to add just another thing. You know, yeah. uh, one thing I love about our school, and I hope a lot of other schools do this, is that there's absolutely no pressure. Like, and so. You know, you had kids in cardboard boxes, coloured in things, and, you know, there was people who just put a hat on or a pair of glasses, and and there's just no pressure to outdo each other. So that's the best part about it. And I think yeah. with, you know, parents, especially new parents, it's just whatever works, whatever you might have, as long as it's in a book, it's fantastic, even if it means putting on a pair of cat ears or anything like that. And so, Rosie, did your kids yeah. have a good time? At Book Week? Yeah, of course they That's did. They had a hoot. No, so Book Week's eldest, not about a good time. <laughs> <laughs> my eldest <laughs> one is Hermione. Oh, um, and she loved it. But a girl in her class went, went you're going to love this, James. She went as yeah. an emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It's not even a word. It's the opposite to what's in a book. So that, that, that one shocked me a little bit. But then <laughs> I was informed by her and by the other girls in her class that there is an emoji book. Of course so there is. a book for everything. And that is the end of the story. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Rosanna. Thank I think you, we Rosanna. figured out a line there. Troy from Gulf View Heights, how do you feel about this? I thought all characters were in books anyway. Yeah, pretty much, aren't they? Well. It's all about I fun, mean, isn't it, Troy? As long as they participate. Exactly. Well, some are more in books than others is what I'm trying to say. I feel very passionate about that. Jasmine from pa- Taparoo. Round us out. What do you reckon? Is it okay uh, to go to book week as a um, non-book character? My sons went as Iron Man and Stormtrooper. Yeah. Yes. But to be fair, they're in comic books. They're in comic, comic books. Not real books. Book. No. <laughs> it is a real book. No. When, you've got, when you've got young boys, you don't want to be fighting at 7 o'clock in the morning about what they're going to wear. True. That's true. And I know it's difficult. Outfit, send them but in that. <laughs> I believe in you, Jasmine. Hey, guess what, James? Yes. I'm sorry to say, mate. Dressing kids as characters not yeah. in books of book week. Guess what? It is. That's even your voice. That's probably the best part about that one. I shouldn't have recorded that sting before (laughs) we started the segment. I'm overwhelmed. All right, let's all just go and have emojis and never read again. From 
Melbourne's mean streets. You could say this was the murder we missed. A story you'll have to hear to believe. He said he was a 200-year-old vampire. Why was Shane Chantra's abbot gunned down before giving evidence? Two men shot him down. It's a mystery within a mystery within a mystery. Listen now to this untold true crime story from Adam Shand. The Trials of the Vampire at podcast1.com.au or download the app. Chat now with Miguel, who stars on The Living Room, Friday nights on 10. How you going, Miguel? Hello, how are you? Very well, thank you. Hey, Miguel, I believe you're in Adelaide as we speak, mate. What's going on today? Oh, well, you know, I'm coming from a beautiful open house for our fantastic Paisley Park Centre, and I'm going to be cooking for all the mum and dad a fantastic paella that is part of our spring menu. And, and I'm going to showcase the food, actually, the children ate in the centres, as I'm writing all the recipes now for all the centres. And it's going to be a fantastic, I mean, just brilliant. Now, Miguel, you work with the gorgeous Dr. Chris Brown. You guys get along very well on screen, but there's a bit of a, there's a, bit of a bromance <laughs> off it. Is that true? You scary me already. You scary me already. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us he's everything he's cracked up to be. Oh, well, um, you know, the gringo and I. So Amelia, James and Hazy. This you know, is Weekend Breakfast. All around the country and all around international locations. And I'll put in simple words. He's everything I'm not. And I guess it's like, like a perfect marriage. I'll tell you what he doesn't have, mate. He's got plenty, but he doesn't have a sexy accent like you. It's just absolutely... <laughs> it's it unbelievable. It. We're it all is. melting in here. We love the Spanish accent. and um, So we, we've got a little challenge for you, Miguel. We want you to um, say some phrases that aren't traditionally sexy, but we feel like <laughs> you can make them. You know, you can make them sound hot. Are you ready? Oh, bring it on. I was born ready. <laughs> okay. Your first sentence is, do you think my Ugg boots smell? Um, darling, do you think my Ugg boots smell? <laughs> <laughs> okay. M- maybe not entirely. <laughs> All right, mate. See how you go with this one. James is going to have a crack. How about, is this a pimple or a boil? <laughs> <laughs> What? Just let me process it. Let me process it. Is this a pimple or a boy? Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Here's one that here's one that could be a, a little bit more um a little bit more sensual. It involves touching. You ready? I was thinking we get on. Can you fake tan my back? Um, excuse me, darling. Can you please fake tan my back? <laughs> it's even the pronunciation of the words. Fake time. You know, my bad. But can I be? Can I be your zombie? Um, I don't mind saying that. I don't need a fake time because I'm Hispanic. My sister, my, my sister right. my, my in law, my sister in law, that's it. So we got the machine at home, and it's uh, many times that we have the funniest time because it's like pretty much icing a cake, but just icing a human. <laughs> <laughs> He's just, just getting the, the machine and just getting the rubbing it. I it's hysterical. It's hysterical. <laughs> all right, mate. We've got one more for you, all right? Let's see if you can make this sexy. Okay, here we go. Oh, great. I definitely just stepped in dog poo. Oh, great. I definitely just stepped in dog poo. <laughs> dog poo sexy. Dog poo is sexy. <laughs> oh, you guys are hysterical. <laughs> 
Miguel, while you're here, we want to make the most of your beautiful accent. Do you by chance know the song Desposito by Justin Bieber? Despacito, vasito, vasito, sobe, sobe, sobe. You guys are hilarious. I love it. Hey, mate, it sounds I, like I, you know the words I, as, as good as we do. Are you, are you guys going to come to the open house and cook some paella for you anytime? Oh, my God, I'd love to. <laughs> Absolutely. Jeez, we're there, mate. And just talk. doesn't matter what you say. We'll just be there. We'll be staring at you going. with uh, our, our eyes will be love hearts. Oh, beautiful. Thank you, guys. Thanks oh, very much. Oh, Miguel, it's been real. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you very much. And I'll see you, everyone. If you have the time, please, for being at Paisley Park and say hello. Very lovely. Oh, he's such a legend. He's going to be cooking at the Paisley Park EOC Open House at Burton from 11 a.m. this morning. Of course, you can catch Miguel on The Living Room Friday nights on Channel 10. Amelia, James and Hazy. This is Weekend Breakfast.